0: Matching into surgery residency as an international medical graduate? Is that even possible? Hello friends, if you're new here, my name is Malkia Asad, a plastic surgery resident. And in this video, we'll talk about the different pathways that you can take to match into general surgery residency in the US. If you're an international medical graduate watching this video, I'm sure you've heard it's impossible. There is no way an international medical graduate can match into surgery. And these are all lies. There are so many IMGs who match every year in general surgery and other surgical specialties. So it's possible, but it's not easy. So in this video, I'm going to explain the different pathways that different applicants take and end up with the same outcome, which is board certified general surgeon. So let's get started. So the first pathway we'll talk about today is categorical general surgery. And this is definitely the best route if you want to pursue general surgery training. Because categorical general surgery means you enter as a PGY-1, which is postgraduate year one, the first year of your residency, and you train for five years until your PGY-5. So you're guaranteed a spot in each of these years, the five years required for general surgery board certification. This is different than the program that we'll talk about next, but for the general surgery, you go directly into a PGY1 spot, you progress to PGY2, 3, 4, and 5, and you're guaranteed a spot in each of these years. So that's why this uh, pathway is the best if you want to pursue general surgery. You'll see that some programs have two years of research, one year of research, which makes it uh, six or seven years of training, but programs that don't have research, it's five years of general surgery training. Even those who have research, it's five years of clinical, and one or two years of research. So for clinical number of years to be a general surgeon, you need five years of training. So how do you get into the categorical route? You apply through the match. So like any other specialty, you go through the match, the NRMP match, and you submit your application, personal statement, CV, scores, everything. And then you interview and you match into a PGY-1 spot, and then you progress to PGY-5. If you look at the NRMP data, you'll see that the majority of categorical positions are filled by American medical graduates. Only a small portion is filled by IMG. That's why categorical general surgery is way more competitive than the other routes I'll talk about. And uh, you'll see that the majority of these spots are filled by American graduates. That doesn't mean that IMGs don't get categorical spots. There are IMGs who match, but the percentage is much less and If you are an IMG who's applying to general surgery, you're more likely to get into prelim compared to categorical general surgery. Why? Because it's competitive and you're guaranteed a spot compared to the prelim that I'll talk about next. But there are multiple things that you can do and I have multiple videos about that. What can you do to match into competitive surgical specialties or categorical general surgery? So it's difficult, but it doesn't mean it's impossible to get into categorical general surgery as an international medical graduate. Now let's talk about another common route for getting into general surgery in the US or training to become a general surgeon, which is the prelim route. And this is a pathway that is very common for international medical graduates because it's much easier to get in compared to the categorical general surgery. Some people might ask why, why is it easier to get in? Because prelim means one year of clinical training. So as I said before, categorical general surgery You enter as a PGY-1, you graduate as a PGY-5. Here, you enter only for one year, and then you are responsible for finding the other years of your clinical training. So in order to graduate as a general surgeon, you need five years. So here you train for one year, so you need four more years to be able to graduate as a general surgeon, or be eligible to sit for the boards. So how are you gonna find these four years? Through the routes after the prelim PGY-1. That's why most applicants would not like to go in this route because you have to find the other four years of your clinical training. So if you get into this spot, it's not guaranteed that you will finish as a general surgeon, even if you're a good resident. On the other hand, categorical, you enter as one, you progress until you're five. So you're guaranteed a spot in each year. Here, you're not guaranteed a spot next year. It's only one year of clinical training. That's why if you look at the NRMP data, you'll find more empty spots at the end of the match compared to categorical general surgery. So for prelim PGY1, you also apply, apply through the match, the NRMP match, and you'll find that sometimes half of the positions are unfilled because applicants don't wanna go into one year and then if they are lucky or uh, something happened in their favor, they would match. Uh, and if they don't, they have to find another spot, in another hospital, or maybe change specialty. That's why this route is not preferred. However, it it might be the only option you have if you're not a competitive applicant, even for some US students, if they're not competitive applicants for a categorical spot, they go through the prelim route. Uh, most international medical graduates, they, when they match, they match into prelim, but again, there is no uh, 100% or 0%. There are IMGs who match into categorical spot, there are IMGs who match in everything. So, but I'm saying the most common route uh, these days is becoming the prelim PGY1. Just as a side note, prelim is also used by other specialties as a one year before they go into an advanced specialty for example ophthalmology, radiology anesthesiology these specialties they do a prelim year or they call it transitional year before they go into the pgy2 of their specialty so for example of thermology they do a prelim year as pgy1 and then they start pgy2 uh, of thermology. the same for radiology anesthesiology dermatology But some of these specialties allow you to do an IM prelim, which is much easier to do compared to the surgery prelim. That's why you find some of these applicants doing the prelim in IM rather than the general surgery. But that's why sometimes if you see American applicants who are doing a year of prelim and then they are uh, part of another program they call advanced uh, specialties. So you do the prelim year for one year and then you go to your own specialty that you match in the first place. So when they match through the match, they match into a prelim year and one of these specialties. So they match for a PGY-1 prelim and a PGY-2 uh, for their actual specialties. That's why if you see some people doing that, it's because this part of their training. Some people go into a prelim PGY-1, as we'll say, we'll talk uh, about that next, and then they change and they apply for, for these specialties. But some applicants already are set for a PGY-2 position and a PGY-1 position. Now let's talk about the different routes that you can pursue after the prelim PGY-1. Because as I said, the prelim is only one year of clinical training. So you are responsible for defining the other years required to graduate. So that's why you need to find something to do afterwards. This is not the end, this is just the beginning. And the first option you have after the prelim PGY-1 is PGY-1 categorical. So that is the first option that you have after the prelim PGY-1. And some might ask, so are we applying to the same spot that people apply through the match? And the answer is yes. So you apply through the match to a PGY-1 categorical that we were talking about in the slide before. So here you would be competing with people who just graduated from medical school, IMGs who are applying to PGY-1 as the first time, Uh, U.S. students who are applying for PGY-1 Categorical. So this is the same PGY-1 Categorical that I talked about before, but here you're applying after the prelim PGY-1. So you have to understand something that this is very challenging to happen for multiple reasons. First, when you start your prelim PGY-1, you're starting in July. And when you apply to the math, generally in September. So you only have three months to prepare your application, to... Uh, Get letters of recommendation, convince the people that you are working with that you are a good student, good resident. So it's a very limited time period and you are very busy with residency. You're moving to another place sometimes. And with that, you have to worry about your personal statement and CV and letters of recommendation and so many other things. And then you have to interview with the program and you just started residency. So this is why this could be challenging. Another downside of this route is that you would be doing one year of prelim. And then you would be doing five years of categorical because if you enter a PGY1 categorical, you have to do five years. So that equals six years, which is one more year compared to someone who matched directly into PGY1 categorical. So in that case, you're training for one more year. Some would consider this to be a waste of time or an extra year. Over the so many years that they've been studying, some would say it doesn't make a difference. And in my opinion, if you're pursuing surgery, one year is not going to be- make a big difference. However, another downside of this route, the fact that you'll be training for six years is money. If you're not familiar with the resident salary and how it works, the resident salary comes from the governments. And when you're training in general surgery, the government only funds five years of training. So if you already used one year through the prelim, the government will only fund four more years, which means the program has to come up with your salary for that extra year of training that you used in prelim, which means more money for the program. That's why some programs might not prefer to take prelims because they would be spending an extra year of a salary compared to someone who just graduated from med school. This is their first year of training and they don't have to do that. However, the prelim gives you good exposure, good clinical experience in the US, especially if you are an international medical graduate, you're not familiar with the system. Now you're working inside a US hospital with US patients, US doctors, and you're confirming that you're a good fit for this program, for this specialty, so it has its advantages and disadvantages. Another thing to keep in mind when you're looking to match into a PGY1 categorical is that you might match in your own program, and some programs actually have a percentage of the number of residents they take into a PGY1 categorical. To give you an example, so if there are 10 prelims in a particular program, some programs have a certain number of residents they take each year into their PGY1 categorical. So for example, if they have 10 prelims, they say our percentage is 10% and they take one resident each year for the categorical spot. So that means one resident is kind of guaranteed to get the categorical spot. Some programs have 20%, so they take two residents each year in their categorical uh, spot. Some programs might have 50% or sometimes even 100%, so they have one or two prelims and if they like them, they keep them. So. One thing to to look at when you're looking at these uh, prelim PGY1s, see how many of these prelim PGY1s go into a categorical spot because that can uh, tell you if this program is keeping their uh, graduates, uh, are they taking care of them, matching them in other spots, but this is one of the main factors that you should look at when looking or assessing prelim PGY1s, how many of these Uh, match in the same institution as pgy1 categorical are you someone who prefers a matching rate of 50 to 100 percent compared to 10 or 20 percent so that decision uh, comes back to you because usually these institutions are smaller compared to the ones that take 10 and 20 percent so if you're someone who accepts risk and would believe that they are the best you might go for it but remember you're competing with the best applicants around the world so especially uh, when you are competing against img some of these applicants might be already surgeons in their home country and i've seen situations like that where people coming fresh out of med school they're competing against a fully trained surgeon from another country so you have to decide on that risk whether you want to take a risk in a bigger program bigger opportunities with smaller number of residents matching into the categorical spot compared to smaller programs that have a much higher rate of getting their prelim into their pgy1 position but matching at the institution is not the only option because you might match at your own institution or you might match at another institution at PGY1 Categorical through the match. So you apply through the match, you interview, and then they choose you. So that covers everything about the PGY1 Categorical route after the prelim PGY1. The good thing about this position is that you're guaranteed now five years of training until you graduate. That's what's amazing about this. If you need advice, one-on-one discussion with an advisor who is familiar with this route, the advantages, disadvantages, or you want to know what factors play a role in moving a resident from a prelim PGY1 into PGY1 categorical, go ahead and schedule a consultation on our website where we will connect you with an advisor who have done that, who succeeded from prelim to PGY1 categorical or married directly into PGY1 categorical to give you the best advice to pursue your surgical dream in the U.S. And now let's talk about the second route after a prelim PGY1, which is PGY2 categorical. In my opinion this route is the best and the reason is if you train for one year as prelim and then match directly into pgy2 you have pgy2 three four and five which means only four years of clinical training so the total is five years which is equal to someone who matched directly into categorical general surgery so through this route you're not losing any years if you remember from the pgy1 categorical you're training for an extra year here you're training exactly as if someone matched into directly into categorical general surgery that's why in my opinion this is the best route after a prelim pgy1 however if you look at the data from a paper we published the data from so many residents at the mayo clinic and their outcomes you will find that this route has becoming has become more difficult especially for international medical graduates most uh, international medical graduates when they match they're matching into pgy2 prelim which we'll talk about next and this the percentage of people matching into PGY1, PGY2 categorical is going down. The same uh, for PGY1 categorical because it's getting harder to get into the guaranteed spots. So for PGY2 categorical, it's different than the PGY1 categorical. Why? Because you can't apply through the match. So the match is not an option for you anymore because you can't match directly into PGY2 categorical through the match. So that's why you need to find these positions through connections. So connections here play a very important role in matching into PGY2 categorical. Why? You have to understand how does a PGY2 categorical spot opens. And there are multiple reasons why a PGY2 categorical can open. The first is resident dropout. So maybe a resident drops out and that means they were interested in surgery. They did a PGY1 categorical. And then they decided to leave surgery. So they don't want to pursue surgery anymore. They leave medicine, they go to another specialty. But now there is an empty spot because there was a resident who is PGY1 categorical who is guaranteed to go into PGY2 categorical. And by the way, by guaranteed, I don't mean they are guaranteed to jump in the position, but because sometimes if a resident is not good, they don't advance them. But I mean if they were good, they have a spot in the next year. So if that person who has a spot in the year after they decided to leave, they don't want to do it anymore. So that, now there is an empty spot that they need to fill with someone. And they usually fill these positions with 3 limb PGY1s. Sometimes you might find applicants from lower tier programs changing the institution. So if there was someone at a small program and they see a spot opens as a PGY2 categorical in a bigger institution, they might transition. Even if they were at the PGY1 categorical, they might jump to take this PGY2 categorical to another spot, but generally, These PGY2 categorical are filled by prelim PGY1s. So this is the first reason why a PGY2 categorical would open. A resident drops out. The second reason is expansion. So if the program expands and they used to have five residents, but now they need six. So the five would advance to the next year. But this extra one is needed to fill the PGY1 and the PGY2. Sometimes they uh, fill multiple years. So in that case, we need more residents in more advanced positions. And here comes the role of. Prelim PGY1s to fill these positions. So, expansion of the program could be a reason why a a program needs more residents. Three is research. Some residents go into research and that leaves a position open, and in this case, these positions are filled by prelim PGY1s. So, these are the different reasons that that, a PGY2 categorical could open. How can you know about them? Again, connections. So, people would call. Uh, People, the program director at the program would call up their friends at other programs and would tell them we have an empty spot uh, now. Do you have any resident who would be fit for this program? Or sometimes they announce it on a website called the APDS, which is the website of the general surgery program directors. So sometimes they announce these positions. They say there is an empty PGY2 position at this institution and you can know about these. To match in these positions, you need a good application, of course, the research. The good clinical skills, good letters of recommendation, surgical skills, but connections are very important. That's why some people might uh, prefer to go in bigger institutions because these institutions have the connections. But you have to balance the risk uh, and the competition at these big institutions versus the probably more guarantee in the smaller institutions. But you have to look at the data from each institution to make an informed decision. And as I said, if you need... A discussion one-on-one to help you or guide you with this process, go ahead and schedule a consultation on our website. Now that we talked about the first two routes, which is PGY1 categorical, PGY2 categorical, let's move on to talk about PGY2 prelim. And what makes this route different from the first two is that these two are categorical. So again, you are guaranteed a spot in the year after. PGY2 prelim, you're jumping into another year of uncertainty. It's another one year of clinical training and you are responsible for finding your spot afterwards. So that's kind of similar to prelim PGY-1. The only difference is that you are now PGY-2. So you're advancing in years, but you're not guaranteed a spot afterwards. So we'll talk about the different routes after a PGY-2 prelim, after we finish the routes after a prelim PGY-1. But this route is becoming more common based on the findings of our study that you'll find in the description below. So if you wanna read this full article, Go ahead and check the link in the description below, but now it's becoming harder to match into the categorical spots and more applicants, especially IMGs, are going into another year of prelim. To get these spots, it's mainly outside the match, so you have to have connections or your program director has to have connections with other institutions so you can get into the PGY2 prelim. One thing about the PGY2 prelim, the PGY2 categorical, these positions that are outside the match, they might happen anytime. You know how in the match you usually get the results in March, but for these, the spots outside the match, you might get them anytime. I've seen residents who match the last few days before the residency ends. So they were leaving back to their country at the end of June and two, three days before the residency ends, they got a position open and they match into PGY2 categorical or PGY2 prelim. So. The, the, these positions are unpredictable, they're not like the match you apply and you know what time you'll match and you'll start your residence at a certain time. Here, they might open any time, there might be a spot open in January, there might be a spot open in April, so you have to keep looking at these positions, keep uh, calling people or people you know, so you can get a spot through a PGY2 Prelim or PGY2 Categorical. And as I said, we'll go into a full discussion about the different routes after a PGY2 Prelim, But in my opinion, this should not be your first route or you shouldn't put all your weight on the PGY2 prelim. You should keep all your options open. But in my opinion, the PGY2 categorical is the best because now you are transitioning to a guaranteed spot uh, for PGY2 and then you progress for a PGY2 prelim. You're not sure what's gonna happen afterwards. Another route that is not as common, but I'm gonna mention it for the sake of completion is PGY1 prelim. And As you can see why people would not be interested in this position because you would be repeating the same year again and for international medical graduates who require visa or anyone who's requiring visa there might be Visa sponsorship issue with this one because generally the ECFMG would require to advance in your training to sponsor your visa So I recommend talking to a lawyer if you're considering this route and as you can see again with these two routes here both of them are prelim so you need to find more years of clinical training until you get the five years. On the other hand, these two are categorical and they would be way, way, way better because you're guaranteed a spot in the year after. So if you can choose, definitely go for the categorical ones here compared to the prelim ones. But you'll see some people who uh, would get an opportunity in a bigger institution. They might prefer a prelim at a bigger institution compared to a small uh, institution with a categorical pos- position. This is a very tricky situation and I recommend you talk to an advisor who is experienced with this if you're not sure what to do. Now that we discussed the different routes after a prelim PGY1 that can get you back to general surgery because you can see all these routes lead you back to general surgery. You'll see some applicants who do not want to continue general surgery. So I'm going to put option five as other and by other. I mean other surgical specialties like plastic surgery, orthopedic surgery, neurosurgery or medical specialties like internal medicine, family medicine, pediatrics or anesthesiology. So you'll find some applicants who go into prelim PGY1 and they find surgery to be difficult. They don't uh, like it as much as they, they expected or the expectations did not meet the reality. And in that case, they choose to change the specialty and they apply to other so they stay within medicine, but they apply to other specialties and you'll find two options here either PGY-1 So you go through the match again the NRMP match like you did the first time and you apply for the different specialties You're interested in or you go through a PGY-2 directly and this is outside the match outside Generally, it's outside the match. So what do I mean by outside the match? Well, let's say you're working at your institution and did anesthesiology rotation uh, as part of your prelim PGY1 for general surgery. And then you like anesthesiology, the people like you and they tell you, you know what, we have a PGY2 open position, would you like to come and fill that position? Because as I said, some specialties have a requirement of doing prelim and you already completed that. So you you can jump directly to a PGY2 in another specialty. Uh, dermatology or uh, maybe ophthalmology, so all these can, the PGY1 you did can qualify you for the next year. The same also for other surgical specialties because most surgical specialties have you do so many things in the first year. So the prelim PGY1 you did uh, in general surgery would qualify you to jump directly to PGY2. So other specialties is an option after the prelim PGY1 and you can apply through the match uh, as a PGY1 position or outside the match for a PGY2 position and connections here Play a very important role for a pgy2 position option number six is research because what if you are interested in pursuing general surgery and you didn't get any of the four options here the pgy1 categorical pgy2 categorical pgy one or two prelim and you want to continue general surgery so some people take time to do research and then they apply again to any of these options we have here the one to four so research is a way to build your cv establish connections within the field, work with people who might be choosing you for the categorical spot. And I've made multiple videos on the value of research, why applicants should be doing research. I have multiple online courses for research on how actually to do research, how to do statistical analysis, how to find research positions in the US, uh, what is a good mentor, good institution, all these factors are discussed. And all our courses are 100% refundable if you're not satisfied. And if you still need a one-on-one advice, For example, I'm not sure, should I pursue a research year or not? Uh, I found two mentors, which one is the best for me? We can give you advice on that through our one-on-one sessions that you can schedule in the link that I will leave in the description below. So, as I said, research is another option that pre PGY1s have so they can go back to uh, the clinical training afterwards. And option number seven, which is also not common, is to leave. And you can be leaving medicine or leaving the U.S., So some international medical graduates who come to the U.S. thinking about surgery in a certain way and they found surgery to be different. So they leave the U.S. and they go back to their home country and they continue residency there because it didn't meet their expectation or it was tougher than they expected. So there are a variety of reasons why would someone leave the U.S. But going back to your home country is an option and leaving medicine. I've seen people who start a prelim year, they find surgery to be very difficult, they didn't like the job, so they decide to leave medicine and pursue other jobs like finance or uh, maybe tech or engineering or anything that can uh, make them happy as they're working. So this is another option, as I said, if you didn't like surgery and you didn't want to continue other surgical specialties or pursue research, you'll see some people actually leave medicine and do research. So number six, I mentioned it as an option to go back to surgery, but you'll see some people who leave medicine and go full-time research. They work as research assistants, research fellows, and they lead research labs, and they don't want to practice medicine clinically anymore. So these are the different routes that you can pursue after a prelim PGY-1. As you can see, I divided them into kind of two groups. The first one on the left can get you back to general surgery. The one on the right, you change specialties, you go to other surgical specialties, Uh, leave medicine do research because all these options are available for you after doing prelim year so you can see that it's not a pleasant experience to go into year and not know what's gonna happen especially for when looking for this PGY1 and PGY2 categorically it would be like a hunger game in the program when one out of ten has to be chosen and it's a very competitive process all of these people are your friends and you have to kind of compete with them. So it's a very challenging and tough process, but you can see there are multiple options that you can pursue after doing this year. And we also published a, a full paper about the experiences of prelim residents who did uh, prelim general surgery. So you can check their experiences in the paper we published In that I'll leave the link for that in the description below. Before we move on to the next section talking about the different pathways after a prelim PGY2, make sure to check out the, our services that we provide for residency applicants uh, applying to the match or applying for PGY2 positions, including personal statement editing, CV editing, supplemental ERAS, interview preparation, or just advising on what to do. I get so many questions about what I- what is the best option for me? Should I do this or that? So we provide you advising from people who have went through the process to help guide you and save you time and money. And I'll leave the link for all these services in the description below. And now let's talk about the different pathways after the prelim PGY2. We talked that prelim PGY-2 is one of the options after a prelim PGY-1. But as you know by now, prelim is only one year of training and you need more years until you graduate. So if you finish two, you need three more to get the five years required. And the best option after a prelim PGY-2 is a PGY-3 categorical. And why this is the best option? Because if you do prelim 2, that means you finished two years of clinical training. And if you jump directly into a PGY-3 categorical, you would be doing PGY-3, PGY-4, and PGY-5. So you would be doing three years. Two plus three equals five years. And these are the years required to graduate as a general surgeon. And this would be the same number as if you matched into into PGY-1 categorical. So if you do two years of prelim and then match into PGY-3 categorical, you would be doing the same number of years as someone who got directly into PGY-1 categorical. That's why for this route, although you went through two years of uncertainty, you ended up with the same number of training as someone who went directly into PGY-1 categorical without wasting extra years or training for extra years. So that's why this option is very uh, good. In the paper that we published about the outcomes of residents, we found that PGY-3 categorical is a very common pathway after a prelim PGY-2. So it's not like only a very, very small number of people will go into PGY-3 categorical. It was actually a good percentage and you can look at the percentages in the paper that we pub- publish, and I'll leave the, la- uh, the link for that in the description below. But this is not an uncommon route. This is a common route after prelim PGY2. And the reasons why, why a position opens in PGY3 categorical is the same as the one for PGY2 categorical. Either the program is expanding or there is a resident who drops out or some people going into research and they would open this PGY3 categorical. The same as PGY2 categorical after a PGY1 prelim. These positions are generally taken through connections, either in the same program or in another program, and you don't apply through the match. So the match here is not an option. You apply through connections that either people know about these positions and they tell you when you apply or they post it on the APDS website. So the same that I talked about the PGY2 categorical in the previous slide applies here to the PGY3 categorical. Now let's talk about the second option after a PGY2 prelim, which is PG y 2 categorical and this is another good option but you would be training for an extra year because if you do two years of prelim and then you go into pgy2 categorical that means you'll be training for four more years so that is six years which is one year extra compared to someone who went directly into categorical general surgery so here you would be training for six years here you would be training for five years so it's an extra year not a big difference but Some people like to graduate earlier. So that's the downside of PGY-2 categorical. The good side is that it's a categorical. So now you're guaranteed four more years of training until you graduate. So that's also a good option. The same that we talked about the PGY-3 categorical. These positions are outside the match. You get them through connections. They are sometimes posted on the APDS website. And they might be in your institution or at another institution. The third option after prelim PGY-2 is pgy to prelim again and as I said this might be an issue for people requiring visa because you need some advancement but I recommend talking to a lawyer about the visa issues but this is an option that exists if you want to do it again. Some people would say I don't want to repeat the same year, Uh, I want to advance so they might not be fans of PGY2 prelim after a PGY2 prelim and remember this is a prelim so it's also one year and you're not sure what's going to happen afterwards but it's an option that is available. Option number four after prelim PGY2 is apply actually to the match. So you would apply to the match for a PGY1 position in any specialty, including general surgery. So you might be applying for general surgery, orthopedic surgery, anesthesiology, internal medicine, even after prelim PGY2. Again, there might be visa issues here, so I would recommend talking to a lawyer if you wanna uh, go back to PGY1 through the match after prelim PGY2. But if you don't require visa, this is an option that is available. And remember, this route, the match PGY-1, can get you back to general surgery or can get you to other surgical specialties. Option number five is other. And by other, I mean you apply to other specialties, but not through the match. So not through the match like we talked in option number four. You would be looking for a PGY-2 position or PGY-3 position without having to go through the match process. So these positions are again related to connections, knowing people who has an empty position, or they post it on the uh, society websites. For example, for the plastic surgery, there is a website called the ACAPS website, in which they post empty or open plastic surgery positions. So I've seen a PGY3, sometimes PGY4 plastic surgery positions, and they fill them with prelim applicants or general surgery applicants. So this is another option that you can do is applying to other specialties, not through the match. You would apply uh, through the open positions that are available on the different society websites or through the connections that you know. Or sometimes in the same hospital, you hear that a resident dropped out in orthopedic surgery and you apply and get the position. So this is another route. Even after prelim PGY2, you still have the other option available for you. And the same as we discussed before, research is still an option here so if you didn't in anything or you're interested in pursuing research you can uh, do a research after prelim pgy2 and pursue the other options that i mentioned here after the research research is helpful as we said before it builds your connections which are important you can see now why connections are important because they can get you spots so if you establish connections through research you build your cv you have research experience you would be a more appealing applicant and number seven is as we discussed before leaving either leave the u.s Uh, leave uh, and practice medicine in your home country leave uh, gme and start working in business in corporations in different options that you have available for you so leaving medicine or leaving the u.s to practice back in your home country is an option i've seen some applicants pursue as you can see from this video there are multiple routes that can get you into general surgery and it's not that simple so if you need advice and you're not sure which route is the best for you you're not sure if surgery uh, is the best for you? You want to know more about the lifestyle of surgery residents in the US? Go ahead and schedule a consultation with one of our advisors who are surgery residents and will guide you through this so you can make the best decision, the informed decision that would make you achieve your dreams. Also, if you need help with your personal statements, CV editing when you're applying to the match, or interview preparation, interviews are very important when you're applying. So make sure to get guidance on these from people who you trust or from advisors who are experienced with this topic and we have multiple advisors who can guide you with this and you can schedule any of the services I talked about or any of the courses we have through the links I'll leave in the description below. I hope this video clarifies some of the doubts you have about the different routes for pursuing surgery in the US. If you have any questions, leave them in the comments below or feel free to reach out to us on info at the If you find any value in this video, make sure to hit the like button, subscribe to the channel and hit the bell sign so you get notified whenever i post future videos on my youtube channel also go ahead and follow my instagram account malka Assad, the facebook page malka asad md in which we post multiple useful posts and stories to help guide you through this process thank you everyone so much for watching and sticking to the end of this video and good luck on your general surgery journey